You are listening to The Curator Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15, an interview with Cami Cazagueros. You've got a new car. Uh, it's, uh, not it's not ours. <laughs> no, um, yeah. we've got. Yeah, um, our friend Rhiannon is driving us for this tour after we broke down um, like a week or so ago on yeah. the way to a festival. Yeah. So she luckily swooped in. Like had two two of us, like not needing like full backline. Yeah. Um, there's just no point having a van because there, it would be bare. It's just a lot of space. And yeah. Just not a lot of people in there, so. Yeah, uh, we could have a really big crew though. Oh yeah, if we yeah, yeah. Get... if we had friends, we yeah, have a really big crew. This is very true. That's a really sad thing to see. No, we played in Leeds the other night, and like one of the promoters came up. Oh, do you have any guest list? And we were like, no. No, I was oh. in Birmingham. Oh, in Birmingham. On the sorry. first yeah, night, yeah, yeah. I didn't know anyone in Birmingham. Yeah, no, we don't. Birmingham is such a weird place, man. Like it's a really big city, but hardly anything ever happens. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a great time. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, the show like, is really good. So I feel like we've got a free jazz accompaniment here with the drums and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, I've heard the album. Sweet. Ooh. I've heard the record. Nice. It's fucking loud. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, and it's really, really dark. Yeah. Uh, which I like. <laughs> Sorry. I, I like darkness. That's, that's what I'm all about. Um, things have changed a little bit since Sad. Is that fair to say? Mm. Musically. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We just we just had like um, more. Um, I don't know. On an album, you have more room to like experiment a bit more and play around and not think like, oh, we've got to produce five bangers. Um, which not saying that there's five bangers on Sad, <laughs> but um, like it was just more like being able to have like a, kind of the more like slower sludgy grungy stuff and then some more, tracks some more well they're like some of the like they're, more, the, they're the most fun ones to write yeah, though, some like, of the more yeah. album tracks are like my favorite yeah, exactly. and then some more like shoegazy stuff yeah. on there as well yeah like the two songs on there there's one called lights and sounds nicknamed oasis yeah. and mm-hmm. another one called good for nothing and like those two are like the more like i guess what you'd call like an album track yeah. but like they're two of my favorites yeah. um so and my voice changed a lot for sure like um after all of the touring we did um i don't know if it was a good change or not but it just changed it's just different now it's not screamy it's mm-hmm. more like i think i was listening to sad shouty. the other day yeah. and i was like really surprised like it's really squeaky it's quite high pitched yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it and it's, it's yeah it's a lot deeper now and than i don't know if that's just what like the intensity of the touring last yeah, year yeah. did but like it's fun i like it do you find yourself getting a bit like he's obviously you did a whole lot of touring last mm. year um, and I've been speaking to a lot of singers well, mostly speak to singers because I'm a singer and um, I, I get issues with my voice all the time did you get any issues with your voice um, from doing the, that many shows the, the main issue I have with my voice is actually my posture which sounds like really daft but um, I was blowing my voice out within three songs at like the start of last year um, and I went and had like one vocal lesson, just scraped together some money, went and saw a guy for like an hour and and he was just like, I've listened to your stuff like, I don't think you've got any problems. I'm like, no, I have like, I'm blowing my voice out really quick. And he made me sing Black Coffee. Um, And then within like a couple of minutes, like he'd like pushed me against the door to keep my back straight. And he was just like, 
you're closing your throat up, so you're not like you're blow you're not blowing your voice out. You're just not getting enough air in there. So like I have to worry about posture, yeah. and um, <laughs> because I hunch over my pedal boards, yeah. I've got a deep pedal board, so it's like that's like the main issue I have. And then I just the little things like um, like beer, like I can't. I can't drink like beer or anything because it coats my throat and I, I won't sing as well. I won't last the set. Um, and then, yeah, I don't eat like dairy or anything. So it's I stopped eating dairy like maybe like November last year after we came off the tour kind of, and then it's been a lot better since all of that's been accounted for, I guess. <laughs> that's pretty cool um, to, to, to hear that you've not had any damage. I went to the doctor to get the camera up my nose and yeah. that was... I was fine. I was deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think yeah, I'd want I've, a camera uh, up my nose. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. So yeah, try and watch that if you can. Um, <laughs> so you, because you did so much touring last year, like. How did it feel going to sit down and write the record? Did you feel more confident and assured than what you were doing? <laughs> I think it was probably the opposite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like we had a thing where we got back off tour last year and we were just like, oh, we need to write an album now. Like I don't think we'd wrote a song in like maybe two years. We hadn't had a band practice in like. Yeah, because we we jammed we jammed when we'd got like sound checks and stuff, yeah, and yeah. we'd um, we'd we'd written. The only thing we had actually written was "Sad Forever," yeah. which I didn't even realize until you said it in a different yeah, interview yeah. the other day. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like we wrote that first, and mm-hmm. like I think as a guide, we were always pretty much thinking that'd be that'd close it. Yeah. Um, because it was like I guess it was a little bit of play on like the EP mm-hmm. as well, almost. Um, but. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like. It wasn't like that thing where you, you were just like sick, back from tour, so much momentum. Yeah. Let's write an album. It was just like, we were just like, oh god, like we've got like we'd already pushed the record. It was we were meant to record it on the fourth of December. Yeah. We got back from tour with no album on the twenty second, <coughs> so we pushed it back yeah. to January, and then like basically just, tr- like. I think we were just really tired when we got back off tour. Yeah. We were just like, oh. How do we do this? How do we remember how to write songs again? And then, like, I think we wrote one and then a couple more came and we were like, oh, we can do this. Yeah. This and then, is fine. And, and, then, uh, and then, like, there was a few places where we got stuck and luckily Bob Cooper, do you know him? Yeah. yeah he he went to Berlin for three or four days and he let us, um, he let us basically um, have his... Oh, well, sorry. Parking warden. Oh. Uh, we're in the car, though, so we can just drive away. Yeah. yeah, they're literally behind the van. Alright, cool. We'll keep an eye. You've got the keys, haven't you? You've got the keys. You've got the keys. I can't drive Sorry, it. Sorry, well oh, that... I'll keep well this on it. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to swap positions? We'll do yeah. a quick changeover because you can drive. Yeah, because I can just drive okay. away if this happens. I'm going to leave this recording. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the life of a DIY punk band. Running away from parking wardens. So now Lysander and Connor are getting a car to change sides. And they're going to drive away with me sitting on the back, which is a bit weird, but also kind of cool. Can I put the hazards on as well? Cool. Right. So we were, we were recording an album. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Got a bit NPR there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just Bob... need to cross the pans over so yeah. we're on the same side. Yeah, Bob Cooper went to Berlin. Um, <laughs> n- not in no way related to the song Berlin um, and he let us he gave us the keys to his studio so for pretty much a week we went in there at like 8 or 9 
in the morning every day and then tried to like tr- just piece together everything and then yeah. wrote a couple more songs and like in that week it was like okay cool we like got it in a shape where it was like fit to record the week after um so yeah we were like really blessed to for bob to like let us do that i think we just kind of changed what we wanted as well like a little bit more like we were more confident of what we wanted to sound like like we just had a load of chorus on this record which is great so well i think those were the rules it was like it was like overdrive chorus and reverb and and like we got like I played around with my pedals and Bob's pedals in that week before. So when Bob came back, I was like, cool, this is what we set up. And um, we're going to go for a drive. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is what we set up. And then this is like what we're going to do. I'm going to turn the engine up. So I'm really sorry about (laughs) Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take our seatbelts off. <laughs> get comfortable again. Relax. So, chorus pedals. Yeah, <laughs> I just basically like we'd used this. We got like a good staple sound for what we wanted. Then Bob came back and I was like, "This is what we were doing." And then we did that thing where Bob kind of like was played with everything with us, and we were like, "Yeah, cool." And that like obviously we're big on guitars, so that was like where it all came from. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, it was cool. Like. We had a bit of like a stressful time recording it because we gave ourselves seven days. Um, to do so, eleven tracks, it was uh... yeah. So um, we got we got there, but like it wasn't wasn't the easiest like road to doing it. Like we made it very hard for ourselves, but we wanted to get it out like this year. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely before summer. So yeah. that was the that was the deal, I guess. Yeah. I hate to interrupt this interview, but I just want to remind you to hit the subscribe button. It really helps if you subscribe to this podcast because then you'll never miss an episode and why would you want to miss an episode? I don't understand why you would want to miss one. So yeah, hit the subscribe button and whatever podcasting app you're using. And now, let's get back to them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Love you. Is the touring process going to be as intensive this time as, as it was last time? Uh, I think we said it probably wasn't, but it's kind of booking itself up at the moment like it usually does, so... Yeah, I think, like, it was, like, a really good thing for us to tour as much as we did last year because we were were just everywhere. We were probably just that annoying band that were, like, (laughs) just showed up. Hello, we're here again, kind of thing. (laughs) But, yeah, this, like... We obviously had like a June tour booked and then we got asked to do the Nowels tour and we're like, oh, May, June, that's great. Yep. That's our May and June mm. sorted. Um, got some good festivals coming up in July. Um, I think we're hoping to head over to Europe and America again this year. We're doing Fest in America, so hopefully do some more stuff around that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of booking up, but we're not we're not going to like run ourselves into the ground in the same way that we did last year <laughs> um which we managed but 
I, d- I don't think like uh, uh, we want to put like our bodies no, and our minds yeah, through yeah, that yeah. again. Why was it so intense last year, apart from all the dates? Just <laughs> it's just travel. long drives. Yeah. Like I think Philadelphia to Michigan was like a yeah. fifteen-hour drive. It's just no so. like if you're like a semi-successful band or a slightly big punk band, it's fine because you're in a van. Yeah, you might like you know you're you're playing good venues with catering and stuff like that and you're getting fed well and it's when like doing when you're a DIY punk band in England and in Europe it's actually easy and then in America it's completely different um you don't know what you're going to get paid every night like they don't they don't really do guarantees for tiny bands like um and you know some nights we'd come away with like $200 a show and some nights we'd come away with like eight dollars towards <laughs> gas or something yeah. yeah yeah so it's just like and we're not in a big comfy van we borrowed a mate's pickup truck for the east coast and then on the west coast we were in a van with another band and we just hopped in um and that turned out to be like an uninsured converted <laughs> camper van with two seat belts the front, the front seat and the passenger yeah. seat and there wasn't enough seats to have everyone in there so we sat on the floor um, that was that was a great experience i loved that like, yeah that was, was like some of the most fun we've yeah, ever had yeah, yeah. but like that that was pretty much like get to a venue play the set like not load out and get back in the venue get back in the van again and drive to the next yeah. venue and you won't get there till lunchtime the next day yeah. and so like that when you're not comfortable it's mm-hmm. like it's it's great and you enjoy all the good bits about it but it's just like it's just tiring on everything have <laughs> not what what happened there i don't know <laughs> that was put me off my game a little bit yeah yeah, yeah 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 i think there was like 3 days when we were in on the west coast where we were like fullerton uh, like Southern California yeah. and then it was like an overnight 15 hour drive to San Francisco we played a show and then it was like another overnight 15 hour drive to Portland the next day Jesus. and it was just I think that broke me that day a little bit Like, yeah I think if you're like you're in a bus or you're in a big splitter van yeah, yeah, yeah. fine but like I don't know it's, we just like deprived ourselves of any of the normal things that make you comfortable and make you feel like almost like at home and then, like, everything we've done ever since has been easy. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's, it's something you can only learn by doing. Like, you you couldn't necessarily anticipate that that was going to happen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You but, go over there, you know? Yeah, it's... Uh, that experience the first time you're like... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Sure. Plus, like, it's always good to have experiences like that as well. Yeah. Like, it's... Like we were saying, it was, like, probably two of the best weeks we've ever had. Yeah. Like, just travelling around, like, playing all these new, cool places. Like, it was great. Yeah, it was, like, it was insane. And, like, I don't know if, like... I don't know how many bands as tiny as us, like, will get over to do that. Yeah, but it's, exactly. It's right. possible. It's one hundred percent possible. Yeah. Did you book that all yourself, or was it for an agent? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just all self-booked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Um, we think, had friends help us out. Yeah, we're pretty lucky because we've been over before, mm-hmm. so we've got like people that we know that book shows in different places. Yeah. And they recommended other places, other people to us as well. So. It, it kind of it all worked out in the end. Yeah, it just comes together. <laughs> yeah. One thing I'm wondering uh, this podcast is about creativity generally, but because we've been talking about touring, I always like to ask where does the drive and the intensity come from to continue doing it? Because a lot of the time it can be quite 
backbreaking work because that's work you know it's, yeah it's well fun. yeah it's i think like <laughs> i think when we were in america last year it was the first time where it felt like it was work mm-hmm. and it wasn't just like but yeah it's, it's like i don't when, when you're in the moment it's kind of hard not to take it for granted and stuff and then when you get back you were just like oh that was amazing i can't wait to go again yeah, like, like after a few weeks like we got back and we we're like yeah we definitely need a break now yeah but after like a month or two months we were like oh, can't wait till we get back out yeah. now and like for me it was like make or break with sad though it yeah, was like because yeah. we've been doing it for like six seven years before that happened and we'd been in a three-piece just under a different name we changed the name our guitarist left and then we became a two-piece and then we did the ep and it was like cool like this is it now like you know like the like if we can if we can like continue and still have a nice time play some really good shows and like somehow manage to like keep saying then great if not then maybe that's it and then I think I don't know I think we we had like I think that's that at that point that was when BSM came in yeah and we (laughs) had that in the back of our minds when we were making the album um, and they gave us like the drive to finish the album because we wanted to sign with them and we wanted to put an yeah, album out through yeah, BSM yeah. because we love that label. So that was like the last little bit of drive we needed to like kind of work really, really hard to like, you know, just make everything as great as we could in the time that we had. Because I feel like it's starting to pay off then after all the time. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Like, this has been a really, really good tour I think so if- far, so... If every time, like, if every time we do this, like, we get a little bit further and do, like, cooler stuff and go to more places, then as long as we're moving forward in that type of way, not necessarily like, oh, we want to, like, sell out loads of venues, uh, but, like, (laughs) but, like, in more of a way that, like, if we're growing as a band and, like, we're still doing stuff that keeps it, like, fresh and interesting for us and, like, anyone that might come see us along the way mm-hmm. um, because I guess if you kind of end up stopping you're not writing anything you're not playing many shows and stuff like for me like I don't know it's like I I don't I think that's why we've ended up like just here as a two piece yeah, because yeah, yeah. like we have the same like yeah. drive mm-hmm. to do the same thing yeah. it's like you, you've not considered not doing it it's like a, there's, there's like almost like a restless nature <laughs> to kind of keep at it yeah, yeah and like the worry of what else you'd do yeah <laughs> if you had all that extra time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of also been wondering I was thinking about this quite a lot lately with, lately with a lot of bands but um, particularly ourselves I think it was I think I spoke to you about this last time Connor or was it one of you one of you spoke about this last time about how like you like that your sets have always kind of got like an improvised kind of feel yeah 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 it's kind of like you're playing about on stage as well mm-hmm. as just playing um, that sounds hard yeah, like, I, I've always, like, thought stuff like that was interesting. Like, one of my favourite bands were the White Stripes, yeah. who are another two-piece, but, like, they never used to have a set list. Like, Jack White used to just call out whatever song he wanted to play, and they'd just play it. And, like, I can't, I think we've got, like, a little bit of structure to our set, but, like... At the moment, yeah, because, yeah, like, like, the slots are tight on this tour, but, like... We can drag stuff out, and we can extend stuff, and, like... We can have a bit of a jam on stage, which is what we love to do. Yeah, we so. play we play shorter sets to play longer sets. Yeah. if that makes sense. So like, <laughs> we we plan to play a short set and then it will fill. We play like a shorter set than the time we're given, and yeah. then we just fill that out with whatever yeah, in between. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, there. I'm sorry. I'm just 
got a text saying we need to go sound check. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> this no. has been the most disturbed interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll go down yeah. yesterday, though, it's fine. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> any parting questions? It's usually, I, I'm usually the one asking if you've got anything you want to say or anything you want to add before yeah. we finish. So, if you've got anything you want to say or anything you want to add or ask me before we finish. I think we're good. Do yeah. you have anything? Um, no. No? We're putting an album out in June. Yeah. Um, it's fucking good. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's all right. You think it's all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I think it's great. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. Proud of it, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Question for you. Yes. Are you coming to the show tonight? No, I'm just going to leave. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> just going to go hang out in Pizza Punks instead. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Unlimited toppings, though. Unlimited toppings. Oh, we're going. We've been told there's a really good veggie meat feast one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go check that out, I think. Which sounds oh. great. Cool. Yeah. Let, let's let's resolve that there. Definitely. Yeah. Two pieces of punks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, sounds it's been cool. a total pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Cheers. Mate. See you. So there you have it, that's my interview with Lucinda and Connor from Kamikaze Girls. Their new album, Seafoam, is out on June the 9th via Big Scary Monsters Records and it's an absolute blinder. It's a lot heavier, a lot more focused I think than the sad EP was and I really enjoyed listening to it. I think they'll go quite far, I'm really excited to see how people react to it. One of the weirder interviews that I've done probably, just in terms of all the interruptions and stuff like that that happened... I guess sometimes that's just the way it goes, you know. I like to do this stuff by the seat of my pants and you don't really get more seat of your pants or kind of more DIY, I guess, than interruptions while sitting in the back of a car. And speaking of seat of your pants, the next interview, the one following this, will be Tom from Narwhals and that was very much by the seat of my pants so I'm looking forward to sharing that one with you too but as it goes I'd like to thank you very much for listening please take a wee second to give me a rating and review it on iTunes because that helps more people see this podcast and the more people that see this podcast the happier I'll be and the happier you'll be and just a small reminder that if you head on over to my newsletter that is securatorpodcast.com forward slash newsletter if you go over there and you sign up to the newsletter then you will get access to new episodes a week early which I think is a pretty good incentive if you ask me and for the first time ever I just want to do something which I haven't done before but I'm actually really excited to do big shout out to Lee Beat and his family who listen to every episode of the podcast it's a support of people like Lee and listeners like yourself which make this podcast worth doing so hey if you want a shout out you want a thanks drop me an email fire me a tweet send me a message on Facebook thank you very much until next time bye bye everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 